Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The second season of El Flow is here. Step into the ever-evolving world of reggaeton and get up close with both legendary figures and emerging talents in the industry. Part of the enormous significance of reggaeton is really the way in which personal narratives connect to larger things going on historically and socially. Listen to El Flow on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Show sponsored by BetterHelp. 10% off your first month. Flexible, affordable online therapy, betterhelp.com slash herd. Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback, covering the league for almost 20 years. Um, all right, Cardinals hired a defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. You, uh, J-Mac doesn't love that move. It feels like it's the 13th choice. What I mean, it, I don't know. What did you, I mean, he didn't have a very good Super Bowl. It, it actually isn't, Colin. And, and, you know, I'd remind people that Kyle Shanahan didn't have a great Super Bowl in his last uh, last game as an Atlanta assistant either. I think that's turned out pretty well for the Niners. So, um, you know, like this is really a guy who was quietly a front runner for the job all along um, from the minute at least that Monty Austin Fort became the GM. He and Austin Fort have a relationship. They've gotten to know each other over the last year. Austin Fort sees Gannon as having an it factor needed in a head coach and a real plan for what he's going to do when he becomes a head coach. And the problem for Arizona was they couldn't talk to him before now because of the way the rules are. Over the first week, there was the window to talk to the Eagles' assistants. Austin Fort didn't get fired until the second week um, post-regular season. So by the time that Austin Fort got that job, they couldn't talk to Gannon. That also made it so they couldn't talk to him during the Super Bowl bye week. The rules are those have to be second interviews. So this is the first chance they had to get to him. And that's why they dragged their feet over the last couple of weeks. That's why they were so slow over the last couple of weeks. They had an idea that Gannon was going to be the guy. They wanted to wait for him, and now they have their man. All right, so um, Derek Carr, today's the day. I, I, mm-hmm. I can feel it in my bones. He's going to Carolina. I think it works. I think Frank fits. It feels right. Tell me I'm wrong. It makes some sense. Now I can tell you they haven't talked to the they hadn't talked to the Raiders about him. There are only two teams that have actually talked to the Raiders about trading for Derek Carr. One made an offer, that was the Saints. And the Saints were able to kind of reach preliminary trade parameters, um, which was what allowed them to speak to Carr. Um, and the Raiders obviously gave Carr permission to do that. And then the Jets inquired, but that didn't go very far. So the interest on the trade market is at least tepid. Now I'd warn people that doesn't mean that nobody wants him. 
Um, that is because his contract is very difficult to move with the $32.9 million that would become guaranteed for this year and then the $7.5 million that would be guaranteed for 2024. When you put him out there on the free agent market, that's something totally different. We're obviously a month out from the rest of the crowd um, in free agency. And so Carr's got a little bit of an edge here in that he's got a head start on everybody else. I think the Saints will double back and be involved here. I think the Jets will inquire. I'm just not sure that they would go all in on Carr right now with the Aaron Rodgers thing still out there. And, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you look at the other teams in the NFC South. You look at Tampa. You look at Carolina. Those are, are two more teams that I think will at least look into it over the course of the next few days. Okay, Aaron's darkness retreat. I see multiple stories. Green Bay is <laughs> kind of willing to work with Aaron and move on. I, I yeah. you know, I don't care much. You do whatever you want with your life, uh, meditation. I, I really couldn't care less. But I do think Mark Murphy coming out and saying, we'd like an answer sooner than later feels like come on you can't go to the retreat come out and not have an answer and Aaron's saying well I'll get closer to the answer so I would be impatient too where where does it stand I think that's that's sort of indicative of where they are though Colin right like last year the year before that they were take all the time you want you don't want to show up to the offseason program that's fine you know Um, they were all in on trying to get him back and making sure that he was going to be a Packer again I just think they're sort of at the point now where they feel like they're at the end of the line with this. And they got to make a decision on Jordan Love um, in May. And, you know, I think at this point they're more comfortable with Jordan Love. Last year they were really worried about where Jordan sure, Love was. Sure, sure. I think now they feel a little bit better about where Jordan Love is. And could they pick up that option and go forward with him for at least the next two years? I think they're more comfortable with the idea of that. Um, and, you know, look, like there's $60 million coming, you know. So if a guy's not all in – it's tough to cut that check. So um, the Packers are in a much, much different place than they were the last two years in being more comfortable with love and then in being more comfortable with the idea of trading Rodgers. And you also look at where they are from a roster standpoint, some big decisions they're going to have to make. Alleviating some of the cap issues, I think, over the next couple of years would really help them continue to build what's a really good roster. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the the, 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 the headline here, Colin, wouldn't be so much Mark Murphy t- t- saying, hey, you know, get on your horse and make a decision. I think more so it's just the overall difference in approach here that the Packers have taken where they're so open yeah. to the idea of moving Rodgers. And they're also asking him for an answer where the last couple of years they told him to take all the time he needed. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I mean, they could lose. If Lane Johnson retired and Kelsey, it's a different old line. Uh, they got like 11, yeah. both their leading tacklers at linebacker free agents. They're not bringing all these guys back if they paid Jalen. So it's going to be... Um, the D-line, Fletcher Cox, my guess is Kelsey and Fletcher Cox would retire. Great careers, a lot yeah. of money. Is there, and they lose their play caller. I mean, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, they've got a lot of names out there. What, yeah. what, um, who are you most sure they lose? Who do you think for sure is done? Um, You know, I, I think there's a, a decent chance Brandon Graham's done. Um, I think Kelsey's really going to mull it. I'm not sure one way or another what he does, but I think there's a good chance that, that he walks away. Um, I, I think Fletcher Cox could wind up playing somewhere else next year. Yeah. And, you know, that really breaks up what's a unique thing there, Colin. And, and this is something all their coaches were aware of, but I know a lot of people in the general public aren't, which is they had two offensive linemen and two defensive linemen this year on their roster that had been on the team for over 10 years. That's got to be borderline unprecedented. And for a team that was so built through the lines of scrimmage, 
those guys really made up their identity. And so losing those guys is a very big deal. And then you go to the coaching staff, and I know you didn't ask about the coaching staff, but now they're going to lose both their coordinators. I think they'll lose either Brian Johnson or Kevin Petula. One will probably stay as their offensive coordinator, but that's two more bright young assistants. This mix that they had the last couple of years that was so special and, and, and such a close coaching staff and such a close locker room and, and, and an operation that was really moving in lockstep, yeah, the balance of all of that's going to be upset now. Yep. So there's obviously a big job in front of Nick Sirianni now. And I'd say there's a big job in front of Jalen Hurts too because he's going to be thrust in a position of leadership depending on who they lose in that locker room that you know he hasn't filled over the first three years of his career. I think he's plenty capable, but it's obviously a different role. Listen, there is a narrative that the Chicago Bears offensive line is terrible. PFF has it at 14. Justin Fields, Andrew Luck, Joe Burrow with significantly worse protection won immediately. Um, Justin Fields, two years in, touchdowns to interceptions, passer rating, yeah. completion. It's bad. Better than average running backs, very solid tight end. Yes, they need more weapons on the outside. Mm -hmm. But I, I said this earlier, um, they didn't draft him. I could absolutely yeah. see them saying, guys, Atlanta will give us their eighth pick for him. I, I can ab because Atlanta right now is on the outside looking in for quarterbacks. And I'm yeah. and, and, and my takeaway is I'm Chicago. I'm like, you have Justin. We'll go get Bryce Young. I don't think it's crazy. Right. So I think you have to look at this from a two year perspective, right? Okay. Like, do you trade Justin Fields now based on what he means in that locker room, his makeup? Um, you know, I think he's got a lot of the same things Jalen Hurts had, you know, just from a personality standpoint and, and, and his work ethic and willingness to improve and, um, you know, the amount of time he's going to put into everything. So he has some of the things that Hurts had that made Hurts better in areas that, quite frankly, quarterbacks generally don't get better in. So, like, do you give up on him now and draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Will Levis? Or... Do you trade the first pick, take the bounty of picks, see what you can put around him, take one more year with Justin Fields, and then if it doesn't work, you may have a better quarterback class waiting for you next year with Caleb Williams in the mix, with Drake May in the mix, and a number of other guys who've shown a lot of promise. There are a lot of teams, Colin, and I know we do this a lot. Like This happens a lot this time of year. There are a lot of teams that feel like Caleb Williams and Drake May would be the first two quarterbacks oh, yeah. to go yes. in this year's class. Yes, I've been told so that. So if you're the Bears, I think you have to look at this and say to yourself, we, this isn't our only shot at replacing Justin Fields. We didn't draft him, but we like a lot of things about what he did this year. And he just went through a coaching staff overhaul. And does it make more sense to just give him one more year knowing that if it doesn't work, there could be a generational quarterback class on the other side of this. I think that's the way the Bears are looking at this versus the idea of what could we get for Justin Fields and do we go all in and what be, could be a little bit of a flawed class of quarterbacks this year. All right, that's good. I like that take. That's a pretty good take. Wait, J-Mac, what do you think of that? I don't know. Yeah. I need J-Mac's approval on this. Yeah. It was good to hang out with Breer at the Super Bowl, obviously. My right? wife and J-Mac, I need their approval. I need their validation or nothing <laughs> Nothing cooks. All right, uh, Albert Breer, that's good stuff. Monday morning quarterback. Appreciate it, bud. All right, thanks, Colin. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. That's an, that's an interesting one. So, because remember, just because... I got into this discussion the other day with somebody in the league. I said, tell me the core. I think Caleb Williams is viewed by executives as Mahomes-ish. Now, he's not Mahomes. But tell me the quarterback. I'll give you an example. Aaron Rodgers comes back. No, that's a bad example because they'd be pretty good. Give me the quarterbacks in the league that you wouldn't move off of for Caleb Williams. Because when I talk to executives, what Albert Breer said is absolutely what I'm hearing. They think he is Trevor Lawrence. He's going to, by the way, better than Trevor. That he could be that okay. good. So let, let me toss something out to you big picture here. Anytime we anoint someone as the next or he's in the mold of, it usually doesn't materialize. Okay. Let's go through the top five Tiger quarterbacks Woods. in the league. Hold on, hold on, hold on. LeBron James. Patrick Mahomes is the number one quarterback in the NFL right now. Right. Absolutely nobody was talking about him coming Fair. into the draft. The number two quarterback who you had was Burrow. Joe Burrow. People loved him. People liked him, but they were like, he's not. He's going to be a top I five quarterback. I got ripped yeah. for saying I thought... He was going to be Tony Romo, who was a very good B plus quarterback. Yeah, so he's people the number two he, quarterback in the NFL. No, now. Burrow was being compared. I remember when Joy Taylor used to laugh about this. He was being compared to Joe Montana and Peyton Manning. So he lived up to it. Okay, number three, Justin Herbert. Absolutely, no, no, nobody had him in three this row. Is, my number three is Trevor Lawrence. He's lived up to it. Trevor Lawrence he might. was. He's been very good, but 
he's not like generational yet. He could still be. One season with stability. He got the Jags to the playoffs in they, rebuilding uh, mode. They got in on week 18. Okay. But, but I, get, I guess the point here is when we anoint guys, there's so much pressure. They go to a bad organization, rotational coaches. It doesn't always work. If you look at the last 20 years, somebody had a breakdown. I forget which website. might have been Bill Simmons' website. The last 20 years, like quarterbacks drafted in the top five have not been incredible. A lot of the best ones come outside of the top five. Russell Wilson wasn't top five. Mahomes, Brady, of course. Josh Allen, I don't think, went top five. So I like Caleb Williams a lot. You stood next to him in the green room at the Super Bowl. He's he's not even as big as you are. He's a little taller. Yeah, but than I'm him. 6'2", a buck 90, and ripped. <laughs> All right. No, uh, the, but I, I like Caleb Williams a lot. Let's. I think we need to dial it back just a little. Oh, that's fair. Would you, would you agree? Well, I, and I... I thought Caleb Williams had a quote this week. He's like, I'm not nearly as good as you guys all say. And um, and I think that's great. And also, let's be honest, Lincoln Riley makes everybody look fantastic. So there is the Lincoln Riley factor where can you just take 15% off all these guys because he's literally the best offensive coach we've seen in 10 years he in the sport. He made Baker Mayfield what, number the number one. one pick, and Baker Mayfield is now fighting for a backup job, maybe. He made Kyler Murray the number one pick. Kyler Murray is now... A disaster in there, Arizona. Again, I like Caleb Williams a lot. He's going to be the number one pick, yeah. but historically, the guys who have fallen but a little tell bit... tell me the quarterbacks, and there's probably a list I'm not thinking of, in the last 10 years that were brutal the first two years, and then year three were great. Well, yeah. You can't use Josh Allen, because by year two, he was leaping over people and yeah, winning the, games. Uh, brutal to great is a, is a tall So stretch. Justin Fields, you, can, you can't blame the O-line. You can't blame the lack of tight was ends. Was Justin Fields brutal? Dude, he's... He's got like 24 touchdowns, 21 picks. He also set like almost every NFL rushing record for a quarterback. That'd be great if he set that rushing record as a running back. That doesn't uh, necessarily... I don't know. I think Brutal's a little harsh. Like if you want to go Zach Wilson was Brutal, no, no, no. I'll take it. Listen, Justin Fields is talented, but I've said this before. You can't be a YouTube player. I don't care about your highlights. Mechanics. Comp- okay. We did this with Cam Newton. I was told for a decade how great he was, and I was like, he completes 58% of his throws. That is not good enough to be a great quarterback. Here's the answer. You put Justin Fields in the Sirianni-Shane Steichen offense well, this year not. in Philadelphia. How good is he? But he's not. So he, he do, do we don't know how good he is. He's playing with, I don't even, who's the Bears offensive coordinator? But is he any good? I, I, I mean, the head coach is a defensive guy. His best I'm receiver not, they traded for was Claypool. He had like 10 I, I, catches. I'm just saying, he the the last two years, there's this feeling he's got nothing to work with. Andrew Luck had nothing to work with. Herbert yeah, he and Burrow were running for their life and getting pounded. Herbert's, he's not in that class. So we're both, we agree with that. No. So my takeaway, if he's not in that class, why wouldn't I consider at least take... Listen, I'll And his right GM now. didn't draft him. The, the go, I'm just how's saying. This, how's this? Well, go ahead. Jets. Okay, would you rather take Justin Fields on his rookie deal for two years, see what he's got, or pay Jimmy Garoppolo $35 million a year? The Jets I, I, have some pieces on offense. You no, know, I think I would go with Justin Fields. I think he would energize the locker room. I, somebody tried to talk me into the Super Bowl at Jordan Love on, on his rookie deal or well, super cheap no, there's two, over No, I know, got Jimmy more Garoppolo. starts with Justin Fields. And yeah. I think he's, he's... I think there's something with Fields. I don't know what it is. I think it... I said this last year. I'm 60-40, it's going to work, but I don't know. I knew the minute you gave Trevor Lawrence stability, Herbert, they, they were going to be fine. Again, Burrow, very obviously... When, when Brock Purdy was the dead last pick in the draft, Colin. 
Nobody on earth said he's going to be in the NFC Championship game. Like, he's going to be a solid quarterback. He's going to be a starter in 2024. Like, it's weird how the NFL works. That's what makes it so awesome. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. That was fun. No, I I think it's a a, a thought exercise. I think it's interesting on Justin Fields. I don't dislike him. But if I can set the clock again, four years yeah. not paying a quarterback, and or, I mean, I just think you have to discuss these things, and if they're doing it privately, and you know the Bears are privately, then we should do it publicly. Yeah, it's a lot of people are like, wait a sec, Jay, you said reset the Bears quarterback clock. Yeah, because you're not going to be drafting this high again. You're right. drafting number one. Like, I don't... It's tough. It's not easy, but that's why we're here, JNC Consulting. Yeah. All right, Aaron Rodgers made his weekly appearance with Pat McAfee today. Yeah. Uh, talking to the former punter, he has not started, Aaron Rodgers, of course, his darkness retreat. When he does, he'll think a lot about his future. He's 39, retirement is still I a know. possibility, but Tom Brady does not want Aaron Rodgers to walk away. You know what? I hope he doesn't retire because, like I said, I think the, world, the, the, the league needs good quarterbacks, and he's one of the greats, so... If he retires, it would be a sad day for the league. Certainly from standpoint of him leaving the game and his the way that he's playing, he broke his thumb this year and still played tremendous. And you could see as he got healthy throughout the year how, how incredibly talented he is. So, you know, I hope the good players keep playing. That's what my hope is. That's what I try to do. And now you hope that the next generation does that. And I hope they have the tools necessary to do that. I think they're going to win the division next year if Aaron comes back. And I think they'd finish second if Jordan Love plays. I think I think I think Minnesota goes way back, and I think Detroit battles for a playoff spot. As a guy who's been married and has had kids, it feels like. And I'm going to ask you this: This is kind of a tough question, but when I hear all this stuff coming out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth, it feels like he's trapped in his own head. You know, like he's really just overthinking everything because he doesn't have the wife and the kids and the distractions. Yeah, he's in of life. He's just sitting there in his own head. Yeah, it happens. Do you want that guy as your quarterback? Well, I'd, I'll take that guy over 95% of the league. I don't want him over Burrow or Aaron. or 95% next no. year? No, I think I'd, I'd still take Aaron over everybody except Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford. Colin, he's 39. I know. He's going on a darkness retreat. I know. he's got uncertainty in his life. I know. You want that over 95% of the league? I do. Like, if he's got that much uncertainty over his life... How much uncertainty is there going to be when he goes to a brand new franchise and a brand new city well, and a brand new route to work I just, and real estate and, and teammates all and my, coaches? All Colin. my kids are different. People are different. It's not, again, there's six, seven guys I'd go with. Matt Stafford, I know I know what I get with Matt upstairs. He wants his money. He wants his win. He wants his you family. You know what you get with Derek Carr. But Derek doesn't have the arm. Um, they're, they're, listen, you, did, People think 40 I'm, minutes ago you tell me Aaron Rodgers got outplayed at home by Jared Goff in the 18? Aaron's better than Jared Goff, but Jared outplayed him because Jared had... I mean, it's a fair... I don't think Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers, as I did my ten top 10 list earlier, I don't think the gap between them is what people think it is. I've already forgotten. Is Rodgers in the top 10? Uh, Rodgers was like 8, and Goff was 10. And I watched him play, and I didn't think there was a big gap this year. I really didn't. In fact, I, I would argue on a consistency level, Goff threw uh, uh, a more consistent ball most of the year. So, super hot take. If I'm the Jets and Aaron Rodgers wants to come, I know Woody Johnson. No, I can't say well, that. Well, your on tra- Jets He's, are screwed. They have to take I, I don't want Aaron. No way. I would say to the Bears, what's it going to cost to get Justin Fields off your, off your books? We'll take him. And then you can build up the team around Fields. 
Listen, you take on Rodgers' big contract. You can't go out and get, oh, that pass rusher looks well, good. Well, I'm going to tell you something. When Derek Sarns with Carolina and Garoppolo signs with Carolina. He ain't going to Tampa, Carolina. You don't think he's going to Carolina? No. Where, where's he going? Don't know, but it's not Carolina. The NFC South, all four teams need a quarterback. All Imagine four. Imagine Derek Carr getting the red carpet treatment. I still don't league. think I'm crazy. Atlanta says, it ain't. It's we not. want Justin Fields. We'll give you our number eight pick. I don't think it's crazy for Chicago to take that call and move him. Okay, listen. I don't mind being wrong. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't. Who's the coach in Atlanta? <laughs> it's our uh, Bruce um, Arthur Smith. Offensive guy needs to win this year. But they're not giving him anything to work with. He got Desmond Ritter. Didn't he sign off on that draft pick? I don't know. All right. Uh, let's go to Derek Carr. He's expected to be released today. He'll be able to pick his next team. He's going to be like a blue chip recruit going on, uh, uh, you know, recruiting tours. Foxbet has three NFC South teams listed as the top destination. Your Carolina Panthers are number one at plus 250. Tampa plus 300. Mm, defensive New coach. Orleans plus 450. Defensive coach. Jets 800. Defensive coach. Colts uh, 9. Colts is interesting, but they're already paying no, Matt Ryan a fortune. Dude, they gotta, did you hear Ursay today? He's already talking about Bryce Young. <laughs> Ursay's, yeah. And then uh, Commanders plus 1,000. All defensive coaches except the Colts and the Panthers. How about this? Eric Bieniemy leaves the Chiefs to go be the OC of Washington. And Derek Carr why, says... Why would I leave Andy Reid for that mess? Because he's not calling the shots. No, he, he, he's I'm not, not running anything. That's going to be like leaving the Beatles. You don't leave Andy Reid and Mahomes for well, Washington. Some guys want their own band. Yeah, I got news for you. You're in the Beatles. You stick it out until uh, U2 comes knocking. You don't leave for Washington. But, uh, so you think Eric Bieniemy should just stay there? This, this is a good discussion on Eric Bieniemy. Of course I do. Now, if he gets a head job, I'm not going to so go. So this comes down to ego. I'm going to go from Mahomes to Taylor Heineke. But you're not doing anything with Mahomes. Andy Reid's doing everything. Oh, you're not on. calling the play. You don't. Everybody think... knows that you're not doing a damn thing. <laughs> Eric Bieniemy can't get a coaching interview. You don't think Eric Bieniemy's doing anything? I think he's doing a lot. Colin, more than... the league is telling you Eric Bieniemy doesn't do anything. He hasn't been hired despite being with Mahomes for like the last four years. Well, or whatever. it takes a while. No, he's not calling the plays. The league is saying, you need to go somewhere where it's your show. Go make Sam Howell a superstar in Washington, and you'll be oh, my Oh, you're right. Coach. Sam Howell is the starter. My bad. It's well, not no, Taylor. He started one well, game. Well, that's what they... I, I read that last week. You're right. You, 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 I like Sam Howell. I don't know if Eric Bieniemy he's can ba- turn... He's, he's Baker Mayfield, but not quite the arm, maybe. That's what he's he reminds me He's got receivers, and you got a defensive coach, so... Ron Rivera is going to bring him in and say, "Bro, Dude, Eric, make this I'll get, happen." I guarantee you, right now, he finishes fourth in the division. Yeah. Well, yeah, not in the world. That's a good division, actually. Let's see what Dable does at quarterback if he keeps your guy, <laughs> Danny Dimes. Final story: Bryce Young. Obviously, he's going to be a top ten pick in the draft. Um, some think he could go number one. Former NFL GM Rick Spielman compared some of Bryce Young's skills to that of Patrick Mahomes. Oh my. Here we go. I think he has a lot of Patrick Mahomes style to him. By that, I mean he is one of the best off-schedule throwers that I've seen coming out of the college game. Does a great job for a small QB with his vision down the field, his anticipation, the way he throws the ball to receivers open. If this guy was 6'1", 210, he's a generational type of quarterback. But since he's so small, everybody's going to be nervous as heck he, well, to take that, him. No, that's no question. If he was 6'1", yeah, 210, he would be a lock number one. He ain't. That's right. If I was 6'1", 210, I'd be in the NBA. 
<laughs> no, I wouldn't have <laughs> Give um, me a break. I'd be dunking. But I don't want to hear this if scenario. If he goes one, let's talk real. And they say, Justin Fields, you're out of here. Can Bryce Young succeed I in think that Bryce, offense? I think Bryce Young is a more accurate thrower of the football on a consistent level than Justin Fields. That is my belief. I don't think anybody would argue with you. Yeah, that's, but can he succeed? I don't know. Remember, Patrick Mahomes sat out for a full season with Andy Reid, who's now looking like a top five coach all time. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> Eberflug. <laughs> well, let's just you know, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live. Consumersutter.com slash the herd. Limited time offer, 25 bucks off. Change your wireless company. Don't change your phone. Don't change your number. No activation. Feedback in a second. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code her, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. 
in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Um, here's t- my top 10 quarterbacks heading into next year based on their coach, their coordinator. A lot of you are like, hey, hey Jalen Hurts at six. Folks, he played with a stack roster. I like him. He just lost his OC. He's going to lose probably multiple stars off the team. Brock Purdy got to an NFC championship with a stacked roster. Philly's roster will not be as deep as it is. So I think he's very, very good. But he also got banged up at the end of the year. He got banged up a little last year. So, you know, by the way, the first five guys, four of them are big. I mean, Trevor, Herbert, Allen, big. Mahomes is pretty big. What is he, 6'2"? You know, uh, Stafford, Rodgers feel like they're declining, but there's a lot of arm talent. Lamar I would have higher, but I, I don't know where he's going to play. And I think Goff had a very, very strong last two and a half months. What do you make of it? Uh, the only names that kind of appear to be missing, I would question where Kirk Cousins is. Would he make 11? No, you've got to be able to play occasionally good in a big game. I'm out. I mean, he's literally, he has a reputation as a bad big game quarterback. All you right. can't, you, Goff you, doesn't. Oh. Gino's, no, I can't. Gino? I, I said a no, I apologize. I took it off the table. Yeah, I guess I can't hate it. I would somehow wedge Hurts into the top five. Um, and then put Allen six. No. Allen. <sighs> Come on. Oh, well, who would you put six? I think you got to go Trevor Lawrence six. That's not a slight. But I, I just love this. Watch when he gets Ridley next year. In that wonky division, that's going to be a 12-win team. That's going to be a 13-win team. They were good post-Thanksgiving. They were a really good team at the end of the year. Yeah, it's weird. You have finally have a list that I can't totally poke holes in. <laughs> it's almost like you're getting good at this thing. Uh, and again, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. I'm not into the Deshaun so, okay, Watson. But is that too much of an overreaction to what you just saw? Well, We've got eight years that say Russell Wilson is damn good and worthy of the top six or seven. Well, Jalen Hurts reminds me of Russell four years ago. And he's going to have... Did you a, just come up with that? I don't think I've heard you say I was Hurts told that is by, Russell. That's I good. was told that by a former NFL scout, a friend of mine, John Middlecoff, who said, go back about four years... Jalen looks like Russell, but a little better runner, and I can't dispute it. Oh, a little better runner. Oh, come on. Yeah. And those throws in the Super Bowl, man. If somebody were to cut that up, no, that Devontae he, I guarantee one. you he had the five best throws in the Super Bowl. No, no, no you're disrespect not, to you're not. But, but we have to acknowledge that a stacked roster. You, don't we have some announcement to make here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we do that now? All yeah. right. Uh, congrats to uh, Herd associate producer Alex Tishauer and his wife Rachel on the birth of their baby girl. Look, Look at, at that. that. Hey, way to go, Tish. Way to go. Came in yesterday there afternoon. There we go. Mom and baby doing well. Great to hear. Tish Thank is God. one of the amazing members of the team who writes a lot of these wacky headlines on Friday. Uh, <laughs> They're very he's the funny. one who's forcing me to sing songs and, yeah. you know, really coming into my own. I'm ready to take a drama class thanks look, to Tish. Oh, look at that kid. That kid's going to be brilliant. And, of course, they're watching That's the herd That's like in the that hospital. Einstein tapes. You get the herd. You just watch the herd over and over. Your kid will have such hot takes. Yeah. They'll have the best NFL hot takes 
Known to man. Now, we don't want anybody to go try to steal him away from the herd. <laughs> He's a valuable member of the staff here. Uh, but uh, congrats and Boy, shout that, out to him. That takes me back a long time. Yeah, he's going to be in, in it for the next three years. Yeah. All right. Good job today. AD has scrubbed uh, his Instagram. J-Mac all over that story. Yikes. <laughs> See you tomorrow live in L.A. It's the herd. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The second season of El Flow is here. Step into the ever-evolving world of reggaeton and get up close with both legendary figures and emerging talents in the industry. Part of the enormous significance of reggaeton is really the way in which personal narratives connect to larger things going on historically and socially. Listen to El Flow on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.